What's up and welcome everybody to a belated episode of Howling with the Wolf. Took a week off, or I think I did. Who knows anymore? I can't keep track of this shit. So as with always, I multitask and I basically didn't leave the house last week. That's why I do this in the car. Uh, I, I didn't have time. I was busy all last week. I had rehearsals and gigs and a lot of things going on. Yet somehow this week, I'm still broke. Even though I already paid my bills for the month, things are just getting way too expensive. So that's This is kind of what the, uh, the topic of discussion is for this episode here. Uh, I just got back from my mom's place. Uh, she cooked dinner. It was awesome. Uh, she does a, what we call pasticas, not pot stickers. And it's sort of an Italian egg roll. It's uh, ground beef, a little bit of sausage, uh, some cubed carrots, uh, a little egg, and then uh, mix it all up and scoop it into a wonton wrapper and deep fry. And it comes out basically like an Italian egg roll. Throw some Parmesan on the top and uh, some mustard and you're good to go. But the conversation at dinner time with family always ends up going towards politics, finances, or religion, you know, all the shits you're not supposed to talk about. But something that's been bugging me a lot lately is this this economy, the inflation, the just how expensive things are. I don't understand how I'm doing it, and I, I, I feel like I just know how to swim in the ocean at this point. Uh, I, I don't feel like I'm treading water or drowning, even though I, I feel like I probably should be. But to continue with that analogy, I think maybe, you know, you can only tread water in the ocean for so long before you finally get fatigued and give up. And I'm trying to figure out when my breaking point is, uh, when I'm going to give up on affording all of these things. And I don't understand how the average person can afford life right now. I can't even imagine having kids, but then again, I think low-income people are probably doing the best right now because they're getting government assistance on housing, extra fundage for kids, so middle class with kids are getting screwed, and worse yet, single middle class people are just absolutely being destroyed right now, and that's the category I fall into. Being a single person with no wife, no kids, in a household uh, with a pet that I have to take care of, you know, that's uh, that's quite an undertaking. And so I've always been resourceful. I've always found ways to make money. Uh, you know, if I wanted a Super Nintendo, I would, you know, do extra push-ups. I got like a nickel or a quarter of push-up and a nickel for every crunch just to keep myself active. Uh, or if I you know, had some lawns to mow, or I'd sell some stuff I already had and recycle to get, uh, recycle cans. You used to be able to take bags of cans and get money at the junkyard for it. I don't even know if you can still do that. Uh, or I would go door to door with a box of toys and say, I'm, I'm, you know, everyone else does it for basketball and sports. So I would do it for new entertainment. And I would just straight up tell people, I mean, cause you could do this in the eighties and the nineties hey, I've got some Hot Wheels I'm trying to sell for a dollar each, or I think it was like four for a dollar back then. 
if anyone uh, would like to buy one, I'm trying to buy a Nintendo, and you know, and I would have people help me out, and yeah, so the point is, is I've always been resourceful, so when it comes time to do things that I need to do, I can always find a way to make money. Now, a lot of you always suggest or say, uh, well, just get a job. But you don't understand, and uh, you know, this is the, the quick rant on that, that I famously did uh, two years ago that actually inspired a few people. One person that I did this rant to uh, has since started their own convention and is doing fairly well. In fact, even just announced their second convention. Uh, Frankencon, Joe Bob Briggs showed up, uh, Darcy, the male girl. I mean, they had celebrities from all walks of the horror community, and it was uh, a great success. I'm really proud of Richard, uh, really proud of everything uh, Nerdy Laser and uh, Spooky Dudes and all them are pulling up. And, you know, they, Richard was telling me it was because of one of the rants that I did that sort of inspired him to get his act together and do these things. So here, here's the short of that rant. Against working, I don't see the point in working a job. So let's say you make $15 an hour after taxes. You might make $100 a day. That's $500 a week. How much is your rent? If you make $2,000 a month and your rent is $1,000 to $1,500, well, now you're halfway gone with the money that you had or more than halfway. So how fast could you make $1,500 to make your rent. So you can sell things on eBay, you can do other things, you can, you know, this is what I did. I, I would sell figures for $40, $50 a pop and do a run of 20 of them and make $1,000. And then, you know, that would cover my rent back before all these price hikes and everything. Um, now you can't do that. Now there's so many things working against you that it's darn near impossible to have any kind of side hustle. You know, my rants against the $600 thing and the taxes, you know, and that's fine. I will pay my taxes. I will do what I got to do uh, at the end of the year, probably file an extension and start paying quarterly again. Um, but it seems like every possible way people used to have to make side money is being taken away. Do you remember I used to do Lyft? What about the people trying to do Uber Eats right now? They can't pay $6 a gallon and still do Lyft. Even if there's a price adjustment that's wear and tear on your car, there's no way people can afford this. Even in Vegas, like a lot of Uber drivers were um, sort of saying, oh yeah, if you get the right person, you get a $100 tip or you know, you get some side piece with these drunk chicks or there's all these kinds of benefits or if you make $5 a ride and you do so many a night, you can end up with $100 and only work four or five hours. Well, not anymore. With the price of gas, it's absolutely ridiculous. And entertainment. I, I Folks, I, I don't need anyone to get worried about me as this next statement comes out. But honestly, I think I'm over drinking. I think I'm going to quit drinking. I know, I know. You think I got hacked. Here's the problem. Uh, I can't afford it. Not only does it take a lot for me to get drunk these days because of my tolerance, uh, it's too expensive. Most bars are canceling their happy hours. 
uh, or it's not as happy as it used to be. So let me just tell you about some of my uh, excursions lately. Uh, I went to see Jurassic Park and got a popcorn and a drink, and that was 40 bucks just for me. And the movie sucked ass. Now, not only that, I had just played a gig and made $100 for that day. I thought, you know what? I'm going to get a hot dog because I haven't eaten all day. And then I realized they had beers. So they had $12 beers. Tall boys of the Sierra Nevada Hazy IPA because they're a higher alcohol content. I'm like, you know what? That's fine. If I get a 9% for 12 bucks and a tall boy, that's not bad because like a PBR would be fucking... 4% for a tall boy, you're pretty much just drinking like stale water at that point. Um, and I ended up spending $100 at the movie theater just from a popcorn, two beers, a hot dog, the price of admission. And then I think I went back and got another beer or something like that. I think I got another round. It's it just, it's ridiculous. I mean, what happened to the days of the drive-in where you could take a cooler and, you know, buy like a dollar hot dog and shit like that? Oh my God, 7-Eleven, $6.02 a gallon for fucking gas. Jesus. What the, what, fuck, you know what? I, I'm really pissed off that the coronavirus didn't kill us off and that the government's trying to now. And don't tell me this wasn't fixed or rigged. I mean, you could blame it on Ukraine. You could blame it on Putin. You could blame it on Biden. Or you can even blame it on Trump. Happy birthday, by the way. It's flag day. But anyway, uh, there could be something you could do to lower the price of petrol or something here in the States. I mean, there's reserves. Uh, There's no way. We could oil and drill at home. I mean... Look at Texas and Oklahoma. I mean, come on. We shut down that Keystone Pipeline, eliminated jobs, and then, you know, all the gas is going up now. We thought it was bad, what, like three or four months ago? And everybody's panicking before they opened everything up. We're like, fuck, you know, we better go get that full tank of gas now while we can. God. So here's another thing. Well, I played another gig, made $100, and I'm pretty much doing these gigs, the music gigs, just as a a hobby of sorts. So, it's $100 for maybe three sets, three and a half sets at a bar. You know, if you played a casino or a bigger venue or event, you usually get about $250 a person. So, the difference is they pay a band $400 in Vegas or the outskirts to play in the bars, or $1,000 a day for the the casinos. That's how you want to look at it. So if you got a four-piece, obviously everyone's getting 400 or 250 whatnot. That's where the numbers are coming from. So, um, you know, even though I played at the Speedway for some NASCAR event or tribute thing, and I made 100 bucks. well, Freya needed food on the way home, so that was 30 bucks got food for us to eat that night that put it up to 40 bucks and then I went to go get gas because I was almost on empty and in a Kia Soul it was 60 fucking dollars that was a hundred dollars right there 
I worked four hours in the hot blazing sun with a three hour goddamn sound check for a hundred bucks that disappeared in ten minutes? I mean that that meme that says why it gotta cost two fifty a day to exist isn't funny. It's true. I walk out of my house, I've spent a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars is the new twenty. Do you know what I would have done with a hundred dollars as a kid? Holy shit. I mean a Nintendo only cost two fifteen or so I think it was like two fifty with tax, the Super Nintendo. I just, I, I can't believe it. I don't know how people are doing it. I don't know how I'm doing it. And the fact that I'm, I'm blowing $100 on dinner or a movie or something like that, just, it floors me. What are you supposed to do for entertainment? So you go to Fremont, they have free bands. Well, it costs gas to get there. You know, you're not going to take pocket beers because they're going to be hot as fuck in 100 degree weather so each drink is minimum $20 okay so go to happy hour Wild Wings has $3 uh, golden goose or whatever they call it uh, they're kind of house cheap ass shit and then their buy one get one Tuesday Thursdays they've changed it now so that it's buy one get one half off what, these dumbasses can't say 25% off your order? Because that's basically what the fuck it is. Like, do the fucking math. How dumb are people? I love when you go into GameStop. Oh, it's buy one, get one 50% off. Well, I wasn't planning on buying that second one. So you just upped the sale by 25% to get me to buy two games at 25% off. They're like, wait, what? Yeah, run that back and play it a few times. The math's right. It sucks. It's not a good deal. It's a marketing scheme to get you to buy more than you had planned on buying. You know, so it just makes no sense these days to go out. But you want to hear the worst part of it? Oh, yes, because it do get worse. It is now cheaper to eat out every day at fast food than it is to eat at home. What? Ninja, please. No, I'm serious about that. Uh, so I went and I got a frozen pizza and the damn thing was 10 bucks. Cheapest pizza you could find is some shithole thing. Not even Red Baron. That's like six. But some Walmart Sam's Club dumbass cardboard shit is like five ninety six something. So I splurge and get the $10 pizza. And then I cooked that bitch up in a house that costs so much to cool in the air conditioning. I've used an oven in 112 degree weather. So now my AC is going to run longer to cool the house down from what I used in the oven. Even though I cooked it at night, it's still 100 degrees at night. Then I added pepperoni and mozzarella to the top of it. So my $10 pizza just became a $5 pizza. And I got four New York style slices out of that or if you cut them tiny you can get the eight little mini slices out of it point is for me that's two meals I'll have two of the New York style uh, slices and then the next day I'll warm it up for lunch two meals and it cost me let's just say 20 bucks if you factor in how much the the oven and the, the electricity and the house and everything goes that you can 
get a giant ass fucking cardboard pizza from Little Caesars for five dollars. It might be five ninety five now because of inflation. I don't know. Do you see what I'm saying? And then that bitch with some Tabasco sauce and some garlic powder gonna last you three days. And it's bread. You're gonna get fat, feel stuffed longer. Diabetes go the third of the roof. You're fine. And it just, I mean, fucking Taco Bell. You ragged on Taco Bell your whole life, but you can't get a $5 box of nothing anywhere else that'll give you two items, a test item, whatever they're guinea pig testing on you this week, some fucking kind of dessert or some chips, and then a drink, a large drink. If you tried to get uh, a soda at the convenience store, they're like two bucks now. And if you try to buy a burrito by itself anywhere else, or I mean, fuck, if you tried to make burritos at home right now, let's play supermarket sweepstakes, all right? You got your refried beans, you got your uh, sour cream, you got your uh, ground beef. Ground beef's fucking, like, expensive as fuck right now. It would cost you 40 bucks minimum to get the bare minimum you would need to make maybe four decent-sized burritos and some leftovers for some uh, nachos later? 40 bucks! Fucking burritos and even like 49 cents if you go to Taco Bell. Even if you want to be a classy bitch and go to Del Taco and get your $11, $12 meal, it's still cheaper than going and buying stuff. Shit's out of control. And the dumb thing is, you talk to farmers or cattle ranchers or anything like that, and they'll do the math for you and tell you like a bull uh, or a cow costs you $5,000, the butchering costs you this, to quarter it and slice it up costs you this, and it's actually only supposed to be like a dollar eighty a pound, but you take it to the store because it's under a name and they repackage it for you, now it's like ten bucks a pound. I mean, it's just, it's out of control. And the worst part is, it's not going to stop. They know that we have to work because they forced us to work. You can't work at home anymore and do a side hustle. You have to work. You have to get out and be a part of the machine to make their government and their world work so they can still get fat off of your slavery because that's what it is. Let's just be real. And... You have to do all that so you could do a bare minimum take home. Man, you know, they tell you your rent is supposed to be three times, uh, you're supposed to make three times what your rent is. Uh, I don't think $15 an hour or $10 an hour or $12 an hour is going to get you $4,500 a month. I'm sorry. This is not going to happen. Uh, my rent over progressively. We talked about this in other episode where it started at a thousand. Now I'm at fifteen fifty. Three times that right now. You tell me forty five, forty six hundred bucks? No. And it's just unreal to me to think that when I was making good money, bunny ears you can't see at seventeen or eighteen dollars an hour. And I had those $780 checks coming in every single week when I thought I was sitting pretty. And that shit now 
eight and eight, sixteen, thirty-two. That's that's thirty-two hundred dollars. That's still not three times the rent that I'm paying now. They're forcing you to have roommates. They're forcing you to have uh, kids and a wife. I mean, shit. That's another thing too. What the fuck am I supposed to do if I want a roommate? Well, you'd have to have time to get to know Freya before she eats your ass. Same thing with a fucking date. If I start dating someone right now, what the fuck am I supposed to do? You know, in Vegas, about three weeks is the normal amount of time before someone wants to move in with you. Uh, Believe me, it happened three times in one year. Uh, But even still, I was supposed to move in some chunk of dunk single mom fucking my house and bring all their kids and shit in, play with my stuff, destroying the house, keep the TVs on 24 hour. I mean, even if I charged someone for one room and said it was five, six hundred dollars, that wouldn't cover the amount I need to save myself money for the extra usage in water, electricity, and heat. It's impossible. Like I say, I can tread water. I can swim in the ocean. But holy fuck, I'm going to get fatigued really fucking quick. Well, let's leave some for tomorrow. We'll take a little deviation from that. But, you know, things are just so expensive. I was just putting away some groceries and things. And, you know, that's another thing. You go and do shopping, so you buy all the stuff that you need. And then you realize all this stuff has to be eaten within a week or less because it's perishable. So every time I go and buy uh, bread, milk, eggs, anything like that, well, that's got to be eaten that week. So you just, by habit, buy those things, and they're getting more expensive. But not only that, you end up getting hamburgers and hamburger buns, too. Well, you're not going to have bread for sandwiches if you're going to be eating hamburgers at the same time at a barbecue. So that's wasted. That gets thrown away. And the more you throw away, the more you waste, the more money you spend. And you shop when you're hungry, which is the worst idea in the world. So it just... It's it's a no-win situation. It really is. So I'm going to leave it there for right now. And I will get back at you tomorrow. Hopefully do a little riding with the wolf. I'm going to try and hit up comic shop. Cancel most of my comics. And then uh, maybe I'll hit up a, a store or two. Thrift shopping. We'll see. All right, my dudes. Let's get on to round two. This would be riding with the wolf. I had a interesting conversation with uh, some people on Facebook last night. Um, Of course, whenever I say that I'm planning on stopping drinking, everybody panics. And that's not what I meant. That's not what I said. I basically posted and said, what do you do to unwind? Because drinking isn't working anymore. Uh, And you know, everyone says the same things and they're they're kind of missing the point. Everyone says they're into water or water with lemon. And let me just say, stop right there. I've watched hookers pass out from too much water with lemon because they get rid of all the toxins in their body, some of which they need. And it just, it's not healthy for you. But then again, some of them were doing like the grapefruit tonic or the lime tonic and would shit themselves in the morning and then they would do the lemon all day and then it would just cleanse out their system so bad that they'd be walking corpses by the end of the night. 
you know, but everyone's got, everyone always says tea. And I, I swear to God, like, tea must, to me, tea tastes like uh, Fiona Shrek's swamp-ass tampon. Like, it's just, there's nothing about tea that I like. The only tea I did like was uh, raspberry brisk tea that Panda Express would have. Um, that That's not bad, but then again, it's like... I'm not from the South, even though I wish I was, but it doesn't seem like that's something I just go sit on the porch with a jug of sweet tea. So, I mean, the whole the reason I'm saying this is because basically anybody that drinks or has done drugs or does weed or anything like that... <clears throat> sorry, I just woke up and I'm a little phlegmy today. Um, anybody who does that stuff knows that you chase your first high or your first buzz and it's never the same again. And once you build up that tolerance, because it's a essentially a poison you're putting into the body, same thing with carbonation or sugar or caffeine, anything like that. You build up this tolerance to where it no longer works and then you need espresso shots. And then you need 9.5 ABV uh, like alcohol, uh, IPAs, something like that. Or you, you go from weed to Coke or from Coke to who knows, speed and meth. I, I don't know. It's, it's a huge downward spiral. But you see what I mean? Anything that you're into, for, especially for people that have an addictive personality, which believe it or not, I don't. But uh, you wouldn't believe that. Uh, I, I really don't. But there's days where I'll wake up and just say, eh, I'm over it. And then I never touched that particular thing again. Uh, women, that's one of them. I used to be a sex fiend and a rock star to the highest caliber. And I had one year where I had three failed attempted move-in, this-is-it final relationships. And I just said, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm fucking done with women and their uh, issues and not listening. And I've done several podcasts about that. It didn't mean I went to men. It didn't mean I went to bestiality or didn't mean I went to kids or nothing like that. I just was through with humans. So I did the same thing when I was bouncing at the biker bar. Once you get into certain stuff and start doing all the extracurriculars, it just becomes a normal thing. And then when that stops working, I didn't go to the next thing. I just dropped it. I'm an excellent quitter. And quitting isn't a bad thing. Quitting just means you feel you could do more with yourself or the thing that you're doing isn't working and it's time to move on. But everybody seems to think that it's beat because it's beat in your brain that you have to do things. You have to listen to your boss. You have to listen to the government. You have to listen to your church. Everybody, your parents, anybody, everybody gets to tell you what to do because you have to listen. Newsflash, no, you don't. You can do anything you want. I mean, you literally can do anything that you want from the best of the best to the worst of the worst to just skipping a bill and saying, oops, you forgot. I get just, you can do whatever the fuck. So that's a huge tangent. <clears throat> but the thing with me with drinking is I built up a tolerance so much now that, you know, my last year working at that biker bar, uh, I, I didn't drink. I lost a lot of friends. My music buddies decided they weren't uh, going to hang out because all they can do is drink and play music. And then it just, you know, the, 
alcoholics stick to alcoholics. And it's boring. There's nothing to do, especially if you live in Vegas. There's literally nothing to do but drink and gamble. And if you go anywhere, from a movie theater to Target to anything, I mean, I'm surprised my comic shop doesn't sell alcohol and have a Kino machine. But I will go through these spurts where I'm, I'm sober or celibate and clean and everything's fine. <clears throat> and it'll last like a year, year and a half. And then I get bored as fuck. So I did that again during the pandemic. First year of the pandemic. I didn't drink. There was nothing to do. I was just bored. and uh, But I was excited at the same point because I got to try new things. The government was funding all these new projects because they kept sending us free money. So, which obviously isn't free now because we're all dying right now. Um, but when I started drinking again, I could have maybe two or three bush light in a mango cart at uh, the end of the night and feel great. And like, it just, it put me in that kind of like pre-buzz, good feeling, lazy type attitude. And I could calm my brain down and I could go to sleep. And I'd get the best night's sleep. I still will fight to the death with people on that. They say alcohol keeps you in a pre-REM, uh, REM sleep, which is good for me because if I sleep and I'm dreaming, I'm going to remember those dreams and then my brain's going all day long trying to write everything down because I think it's going to be the next Netflix series or the next uh, horror book or something. <clears throat> but uh, it's it stopped working because over time... I got to a bad habit of drinking at home. I never used to have alcohol at home. And I forgot what the reason was for. Is because it's too easy to drink at home. So then it became a nightly thing where I was having two bush light and a mango cart at night in the backyard watching stars. And like actual stars, not the fucking uh, HBO knockoff. And, you know, it stopped working. Then it became four and two, then it became four and four, then it was like, fuck this, I'm gonna go to the bar, but then at that point, you're spending more money, you know, the, 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 the again, we were talking yesterday in the beginning of this episode about the price of things, so you could get a 12-pack of mango cart for, I think it went from 12 to 16 to now it's like 19 if you went to a casino or a bar, even if you're playing uh, a tall or uh, whatnot, it's ten dollars. It's like seven dollars a pint, and then ten dollars for a tall. So you're essentially getting four of those beers for twenty bucks. And if you gamble, you know there's that general rule: if you put in twenty, you get one comped. And if you know the bartenders, they let shit slide if you tip them, shit like that. So. I would find myself going to my same bars, but then once I'm around people, somebody gets a jackpot, they buy a round of shots for the bar, and then you start doing shots, and then it just keeps going. Now, this isn't a, a plea to tell you that I'm an alcoholic and need help, because I'm not and I don't. And again, that's another fighting point that I'll argue to the death with people. I can drink if I want to, and I can stop if I want to. And I have, and I did, and I am now. Uh, so, I'm not stopping drinking 
because I have a problem. I'm stopping drinking and going on the wagon for a while because it's not working. It's not working. And not only that, it's too fucking expensive. So I'll get a 30-pack of Bush Light and a 12-pack of Mango Cart. Both together cost me maybe 30 bucks. And... It'll, or 35 bucks now, I guess. And that'll sit in my fridge and be there for, you know, a good couple of weeks. But you start getting angry when shit doesn't work. So if I can't calm my brain down and, you know, you get mad, you start getting perturbed and everything. All the other adjectives of the sorest words for the day revolving around anger. But you know what I mean? Like, here's the problem. It's not the alcohol. It's not me. It's the world that's the problem. The world is in such a state of shit lately. And people are losing family members and finances and homes and breaking up with friends and relationships and everything. The world is in such a state of shit right now that no amount of alcohol can fix it or make you forget it. And no matter how drunk I get or how buzzed I get it doesn't seem to help or put me in a good mood now I've had my moments everybody's had their moments everyone's got drunken stories there's been times where uh, I've been hanging on to a a stanchion or a, a pole or a wall for dear life and my friends have had to bail me out or I've been playing a gig somewhere out of town knowing I have a hotel and literally get halfway back to the room and feel like I want to start crawling there and then pass out in the bathroom because I've been puking. I mean, that was my uh, touring when I was doing stuff through the Ameristar casinos where we'd go all the way down to Mississippi and shit like that. Like, it just, yeah. We never had to drive. We were always being driven around, and there's no excuse not to drink, basically. That is probably a time that I had a problem. But now... I started doing it just because there was nothing else to do during the pandemic. Bars weren't open yet, so I was drinking at home. When bars did open, okay, that was cool. But my personality problem is I overdo everything. I do things and overdo it so much that I get sick of it. I do collecting until I get the entire collection And then I sit there and look at it, and I'm like, well, the line's over. They're not going to make any more. I don't feel like making any of those figures. Might as well sell them because I'm over it. I don't know how many times I've cycled through and and gone through Thundercats because they can't finish the fucking line. And I'm just, I can't support $75 figures from Super 7 and wait a year. In fact, I was just looking at my pre-orders today to find out what I could cancel and save myself some money. And I realized on October 23rd of 2021, I pre-ordered Tiger Force Outback and Python Patrol Viper and uh, Cobra Infantry from Target. Where the fuck are those? We're coming up on a year on those some bitches, and then we already had another round of pre-orders to where now they got Bazooka Recon uh, or Recondo and somebody else. And we pre-ordered those too, but those don't even have a TBA. You have no idea when these are coming out. It's just ridiculous. I can't support stuff like that. 
uh, when I'm charging people $50 a figure, it's because it's an artisan figure by an artist, handmade, hand-painted, and shipped to you one-man band style, and you're going to get it within two to three weeks. It's not this year pre-order thing. It's just gotten out of hand. So alcohol's not working because I've got all these worldly problems that don't seem to be getting better. Gas keeps getting more expensive, so driving around searching for stuff is going to get more expensive. The cost of everything's going up. So now all of a sudden, if I go and find, oh, dollar Star Wars, and I find the whole trilogy on VHS, I could turn it around for 15 bucks. but now it costs me $10 in gas to find it. I'm only profiting a dollar or two. A lot of people aren't business-minded. They don't understand how a lot of that stuff works. Even when I worked for uh, the toy stores and we would buy and sell and trade, you basically have to buy things for uh, 40% of the value so that you can mark it up and still make a profit. And not only that, taking consideration you're paying employees and uh, having to deal with you know, renting your uh, lease and, and everything like that. So it's just, it's difficult to try and make a profit with anything these days. So that was what I was talking about yesterday. But again, basically to end the whole point on alcohol is it just got so expensive that it wasn't doing anything. And I'd go out and I'd treat myself to a nice dinner, spend a hundred bucks at uh, BJ's, which is a nice dinner to me, get a dessert, a few drinks, a couple of samplers. And by the end of the na- that night, I felt pretty good. And it was fine. But then there's nights where I go out and I'll spend, you know, 40, 50 bucks at the regular place. Uh, and I feel like shit the next day, you know, now, now this is another thing. And we'll talk about this later. Uh, all of a sudden since COVID now, all of a sudden people are feeling like shit and don't like their favorite things anymore. So I'm hearing from a few people that after they have COVID, they lose their taste for things that they used to love. They all of a sudden don't like Dr. Pepper or pizza tastes funny to them now, or there's something and it's, and it sucks because what if there was, you know, conspiracy theory alert here. What if there was some kind of drug that would make you not like the things that you like so that you could conform to what they want you to like? What if they realize fat people aren't making money anymore and they need people to eat sushi or something? I I don't know. Uh, I mean, it seems fishy. Huh. See what I did there? But it just, it seems weird that now all of a sudden alcohol tastes weird to me and almost bad. And I don't know if it's just because I'm so oversaturated with it, but I, I... you know, I like to switch it up. When I get tired of beer, I'll have wine. When I have, get tired of that, I'll do uh, Jameson ginger or just straight Jameson and water or something like that. But why all of a sudden would beer taste bad? The only time I've ever had bad beer is when it was like the bottom of a, a keg for, uh, well, any keg, but a brewery that has their own stuff. Um, I don't understand why it would taste bad now. I loved Mango Cart. It was one of the few beers I could drink. And I've, I've tried everything. I can't just sit back and have five or six IPAs because 
you know, you, you'd be puking hops all night. But it, I found that Blue Moon would give me a cloudy headache. Shock Top, which I used to love, uh, sort of did the same thing, but would make me have this like bitter aftertaste the next day. So I found Mango Cart, and I love it. So that's my wheat beer that I would go to. Well, I used to drink Corona, and then that started tasting skunky. And then Bush Light was about the only thing I could have to kind of like sip in between the good beers. Uh, you know, I'll drink an expensive beer, and then still to have something with me, I'll have two or three of the other beers. That's the way I've always done it, and I finally found what worked for me. But now all of a sudden... It's making me feel like it, it, it just tastes wrong. Like the, it was brewed or made wrong. So I don't know if that's part of it too, but that doesn't make me want to drink any more than, you know, the fact that it's not working. So it's just a, it, it's weird right now. It's, it's a weird time. And it's not because of a, a problem or anything like that. It's because it's just, a, it's just not fun anymore. You know, and I would hope people would do that once they get to a point in their life where they're doing something that's not fun anymore, whether it's a relationship or a job or something. I would hope they would leave and go find something that makes them happy. So I'm on the quest to find something to make me happy. Now, speaking of happy, uh, Gay Jay was at the uh, comic shop. I love Gay Jay. Uh, Jay owns Maximum Comics here in Vegas. And you might think that I rag on, uh, you know, the woke and the liberal left and all this kind of stuff and that I hate gay people. And I don't. I, I have friends and I don't need to call myself an ally. I don't need to uh, do all these things for other people to prove that I am accepting and inclusive for gay people. They just are gay. They are my friends and they are cool. Uh Gay Jay is one of those. I don't care who you are. When you're around Gay Jay, everybody gay. Like, he's he's just in, infectiously happy. And I wish I had that. I, I he, He's he's funny. He, he's a great guy. You ever meet those people where they're just... Not in a toxic positivity way, but they're just... They take everything with a grain of salt. They're just genuine, kind, good-hearted people. A lot of people look at Mick Foley that way. And... He's sort of turned political. Jay doesn't care what your politics are. He doesn't care if you're gay or not. Uh, he, he doesn't fault you for anything. And he's not on an agenda where he's got to tell you, hey, buy the Pride comics this month or I'm going to cancel your box. Or if you don't wear a rainbow mask around, then you're not including us and you're shunning my people. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's extremists on every level for everything that really ruin it for the rest of us. Um, so anyway, I, I was talking with Jay about comics and I would just, I'm disheartened. I'm like, man, I just, I can't find anything anymore. And he's like, well, let me help you find something. And I said, let's, I kind of can't afford it. But not only that, it's just, uh, they're not making the stories that I used to like. So he's joking around and he's like, hey, well, what about this comic? I mean, there's boobs. Everybody likes boobs, right? And I said, dude, I'm so over like the the 90s dynamite comics and 
uh, Top Cow, where you just put the same pose on every cover, uh, the half-naked chick, and sells the comic for shitty interior art. Uh, you know, so he pointed out one that he liked, and it, I said, oh, see, you get your cheesecake, too. And he's like, no, that's beefcake. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So he's like, yeah, why don't they have a beefcake factory instead of a cheesecake factory? And I said, dude, this day and age, that's probably marketable. And then I thought, wait a minute. If we got Hooters, how come you guys don't have Peckers? <laughs> Just like, it's funny. It's the, That's the, the conversations we have. Like, I, I enjoy his company. He, he's a good person. He does good for the community. He owns you know, a couple shops around town and it's just fun. And it's, you don't have to be anything or anyone. And that's how to be inclusive because he's inclusive of me and the things that I like and don't like as much as I am of his stuff. And that that's the way it should be. It really should be. See, happiness is infectious. Now I had positive energy and got to have fun talking to Jay who's been a good friend for the over the last few years up here and uh, went into Goodwill and just you know smiling putting out positive energy and was talking to the cashier lady and she just having a good day she was smiling made a couple jokes she ended up you know quote-unquote forgetting one of my DVDs and just kind of throwing it in the bag just I mean it it was nice, and I missed that. I missed that so bad that it hurts sometimes that people aren't like that anymore, and people aren't nice all the time, you know, and, and I guess it takes one person to kind of set that off and to make it happen, but it's so hard to be the first person to be nice these days because everybody's going through something. You know, I get stereotyped all the time. Holy shit, Texaco, 609 for gas. Oh, that's diesel. Jeez. I don't know how trucks are doing it. You wonder why prices are going up is because it costs $1,000 to fill up a semi-truck to bring it to you. Um, but anyway, just a nice experience. You know, we're, like, I hate it when people are judgmental. If I were to buy the movies that I bought and someone else rung me up, it could have been a whole different conversation. I bought Hell on Wheels, which is a Western, and a lot of Westerns have uh, slavery themes or uh, black ownership uh, kind of movies. And the lady, the cashier lady was black, and I just, I'm just naturally defensive these days because I assume absolutely everything that I'm doing is wrong and is gonna get me in trouble or hated by somebody. Uh, and I never used to care except for now, you can get mobbed and uh, thrown in jail for harassment even if you didn't even do anything. I'm like constantly looking over my shoulder. And then I also, you know, bought a bunch of James Bond, which of course is a womanizing toxic masculinity movie these days now. Uh, but she's like, oh, I love good westerns. And the first thing I wanted to say was like, yeah, there's a black guy in there, a cowboy, he's cool just to relate to her and then I was like I don't need to do that she's a human just like the rest of us likes westerns probably because maybe she grew up somewhere around cowboy I don't know you don't need to assume with people I think that's one of the biggest problems these days 
And then I said, yeah, and I finally got my James Bond collection, and, you know, she could have said something back, but she didn't. She was like, oh, nice, look at you, see, you're out there saving, and, you know, it just, I, I, I made a comment on the 9-11 podcast I did where I miss the world on September 12th, and I miss Vegas on October 2nd. Because the day after a tragedy has always been the most heartfelt, community-driven, warm-feeling, good-spirited group of people that are just there to make sure everyone else is okay. And I feel like that's lost. I don't know how Uvalde, Texas is doing it right now. I don't know anybody down there. Uh, I don't know how their community is or what they're uh, needing or missing or how things are working for them. I just, I, I don't know if it's the same, because as soon as their tragedy is over, the next one starts. It's just constant these days. You can't get away from it. So, the second question that I posed to uh, my Facebook was, if you don't drink, what do you do for fun? Not so much what your vice is, but what do you do to relax? And that was part of my original thought process when I was posting that last night. It's not so much that I don't want to drink anymore that it's so expensive. Is that I used to drink to just relax. I'd watch wrestling for a couple hours and, and sip a beer. But I don't watch wrestling anymore. I don't like it anymore. Uh, I used to go to a concert and have a couple of beers. Well, there isn't any cover bands that I like. And going out is so expensive. I mean, if you're paying $25 for parking, that kind of ruins the drinking. Not that people need to be drinking and driving. I know that's a whole different subject. But still, you know what I mean? Like, it's an Uber ride would be $100 versus a $25 parking. It, it just It's impossible to go out and survive and, and have fun these days. So, what do you do? And a lot of the responses, people are like, Oh, I have a glass of wine and read in the tub. Okay. Well, what if you're trying not to drink? I'd feel dumb as shit with a sweet tea in the tub reading Garfield comic books. I'm sure that's a real positive image you got in your brain now. Uh, someone else said they uh, they meditate or they uh, they work out. You know, a couple smart asses are like, oh, sex, money, and drugs. Okay, asshole. I've done that. And it's old. I've even talked to some outlaws that said they're even over drinking now because they've done the sex, drugs, and rock and roll and outlaw lifestyle and it's just not the same. It's boring. Everybody's selfish. You don't get anything out of it. We're not even worried about getting diseases if we're, you know, fucking around these days. It's that you worry these bitches are going to move in or Instagram your shit and then next thing you know you're being canceled because they found two guns in your dresser or, I mean, who knows? But again, I'm assuming. You know, I need to put more of that positive energy out there so positive things happen. But uh, it's just not a fun world anymore. And I feel like I don't have anything to look forward to. So when I would go to the movies, you had choices. I mean, Top Gun was amazing. Jurassic Park, not so much. And that seems to be a heated debate. People are just wanting to like Jurassic Park rather than realizing it's just a shit movie. 
Um, and you don't have to agree with me on that. That's fine. You could be just like, yeah, dinosaurs in snow seems totally natural. A giant gorilla climbing a building seems natural. So why isn't dinosaurs in snow just as natural? I, I think because Jurassic Park was always science-based and somehow in the back of our minds think that this could be a reality, that anything unrealistic seems ridiculous. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I don't really... I, I just don't like it. There was nothing about even the original cast that I liked seeing in Jurassic Park. It just it was a terrible movie. But, again, so what do you do for entertainment? You get maybe one movie every three or four months that you're willing to drop that kind of money on to go see. So, what do you do? You stream at home? Okay, well, I work from home, and I've gone through Paramount+. Plus which actually I'm watching The Offer. It's the last show that I haven't seen uh, about the making of The Godfather, and that's actually pretty interesting. Good cast. Uh, not not as boring as you'd think it would be. Um, I finished... I, I just got Stars, the actual app this time, and that's boring as fuck. There's nothing on there. I went through their documentaries, and they only had, like, 100. I went through their movies. They had 900, and I went through every single one and I either have or have seen them all. And the only thing I got to watch was uh, the he the Heels show about the, the wrestling promotion. And that wasn't bad, but it, I'm not looking forward to season two. I, I don't really care. It, it's just not my thing. Um, it... It just it was okay. It was it was modern night wrestling. I think if they came up and said that it was uh, you know actually happening in the seventies, it would be different. But it was how to be a southern wrestler in a podunk town in a modern world. It just kind of it's a weird dichotomy. Like I, I I want to escape by watching things that remind me of nostalgia or the past. Uh, Jay even agreed. He's I, I said. You know, I, I just, I'm not reading much these days because I need nostalgia. I want things that I remember and artists that were fun. And even if new artists did things the old way, but they don't, it's all that kind of ink-washed, uh, manga-looking, super-realistic, traced, procreate kind of imagery in comic books now. And I, I don't like that. It's not my thing. But anyway, so what do you do for fun these days? And I don't think this has even ever been a problem just for age, where you hit your 40s or you get to 50, you hate everything your kids or that generation likes, and you just don't relate to anything. I don't think that's the problem, because this generation is trying to erase everything that I ever liked. Dukes of Hazzard never did nothing wrong to anybody. It had good morals, and they canceled it, and you can't find it anywhere. Thank God I have the DVDs, but because there was a rebel flag, and they named the car after a general from the South in the Civil War, all of a sudden it's demonized. You'll never hear from it again. You'll never get merchandise from it again. No more movies. It's dead and gone. Um, there's uh, so many instances of that. You know, I, I, I was excited when Animaniacs came back, but they're just so modernized that it wasn't fun. Granted, they tackled modern issues even back in the day, but I don't know. I guess because I'm so bitter and angry at today's world, I just don't want to be a part of this world or today's world, and it's irritating 
when there's nothing to watch. So, long story short, not that this has been short in any way, shape, or form, um, I, I went through five or six different streaming apps, and I finished Netflix, I finished Shudder, I finished Stars. I finished Paramount Plus, I finished uh, Freevee, even, and now I'm on Tubi and Pluto are the only things I can watch. Because they play the old stuff. Pluto's great because it's randomized TV. I don't know if you noticed this, but it really sucks to watch anything. When Stranger Things came out, I watched it and binged it in an entire day. When Heels was a new show I hadn't seen, I watched all eight hours in one day. Because I have these things playing in the background, and then when I take a break, I'll sit down and watch a little bit. But see what I'm saying? Like, art, we're so uh, adapted to getting everything instantly and satiating these needs so quickly that there's no anticipation for anything. And when you absorb all this information immediately, you have nothing to look forward to. So the only thing in my future that I'm looking forward to, that I'm excited about, that I'm into, is them finishing off Stranger Things on July 1st. I think it's two two-hour-long movies. Um... That's it. That's all I can think of. You know, they're not going to make another Top Gun. Jurassic Park is done. Anything I was into or loved or liked or any of that is all gone. I try and get into new stuff. I hate today's wrestlers. I... I there's, just, there's nothing. So, even collecting. Now, this is another thing. I mean what I say and I do what I say. And I'm not just one of these influencer types that does the trendy thing because that's what everybody wants to hear to gain popularity. I legit started selling off my collection and I have holes and empty shelves for the first time in my life. And you know what? Like, it actually... Dude, some guy just almost got hit in the fucking crosswalk because neither one of them were paying attention. Um... It actually kind of feels good to get rid of stuff. And I hate to say it because I almost don't want anything now. But the conversation I have with my mom is she doesn't like that I'm selling stuff to survive as opposed to selling stuff to pay off bills, which I agree. I have been sitting on X amount of dollars of physical plastic assets in my house being a collector, hoping that someday I could get rich off of it. I did not know that someday I would be selling it just to afford the housing economy. You know, and that's another thing I could rant on forever. It just, it makes no sense. I could move in with family again, but renting with them and then renting a storage unit and the cost of it, all that doesn't make sense for just paying the extra. Also, moving to a cheaper place, you need a new down payment, a new deposit, first and last, all that bullshit, changing all your bills, more deposits. I mean, it's a three or $4,000 endeavor just to move these days. So they got you. They know you're going to pay it, and you can't do anything about it. So just like, you know, they fuck you in the drive-thru. Remember what that's from? Lethal Weapon? Joe Pesci? It was Lethal Weapon 2 or something like that. Yeah, they fuck you in the drive-thru because they know they can't. It's ridiculous. So, 
Ah, it is what it is. So I know this one's wrapping up uh, or going on a little longer than it should. Uh, I'm gonna hit one more store and then head home so that you're not inundated with my rantings. But lots of stuff to think about these days. How are we affording things? And what the fuck do you do for fun? I can't even watch planes for fun anymore because they don't fly as often. And during the summer, I have to run the gas and the AC, and that's just expensive. So all my free things that you used to like to do are pretty much gone. And I could go back and just start reading all the books and comics that I have, which is kind of what I think I'm going to do the more new stuff I'm canceling. I'm going to find a way to look up what came out on this day in 1992, see if I have those books, and go read them and pretend that I'm just in that world again. Because fuck, I miss it. Man, what is going on today? Uh, <clears throat> went all around my favorite little local one, the Deseret Industries uh, thrift store. And usually find something, but there was nothing there. And then all of a sudden something caught my eye from across the room. Uh, by the way, the ALF phone got bought. I feel kind of bad. I should have bought it for 60 bucks, but I didn't. Anyway, um, from across the room, I see the, the logo for the author for The Godfather. And I'm like, all right, check it out. And it was just, uh, it was the Sicilian. So it's, I guess, like a, a fourth or a fifth after uh, The Godfather, something like that. I don't know what the series is. But... Uh, I just went up to go buy it. It only had one thing. It was a dollar. And I went up to the lady, didn't say anything, held out my dollar. And she's like, she put it in the bag and said, okay, here you go. And I said, I just kind of like put the dollar closer. And she's like, goodbye. See ya. And smiled and she left. I'm like, wow. So I got a, a free book. I mean, <clears throat> maybe the, uh, the universe decided that I needed some kindness, I guess. I, I, I don't know, uh, but the little things sure do help and do matter. I think I do have a couple of the, the Godfather books and prequels out there, and I may make that a thing. Maybe that'll be my stuff since there isn't anything else out there that I'm enjoying right now. Uh, maybe I'll just make a, a lemonade with ice or something like that and sip on that and read a book for a couple hours a day or before I go to bed. Who knows? Anyway, hope this finds you well. I hope you're doing something interesting and enjoying yourself. It's it's a real struggle out there, folks. Everybody's having a hard time affording things, living life. And I know a lot of people that keep waking up and just go, shit. Not quite there yet. But, hey, you know, the more shit that I sell the less of a reason I'm going to need to keep a house and the more things that get taken away from me, the more reason I have to travel. So, you know, I, I don't know what the future holds for me at this point. This is one of the, it, it should be actually exciting from here on out. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't have anything planned. I don't have any hopes or dreams. I've done everything. I've been everywhere. So, I guess whatever happens, happens, right? 
Stay safe and sane.